Hi, everybody. This is Express Written Consent. Greg Lucanis <laughs> is here with us. And uh, if I stammer or am awestruck, it's because it's Greg Lucanis. Oh, we, we were just hanging out, but it's, it was such a great treat to find. Sometimes we're surprised, too. So they're celebrating the 30th anniversary of the Olympics here. I know. I mean, to think, 30 years ago, the 30. Olympics were here in L.A. It was like the best time to be in L.A., too. Yeah. Because everybody was so friendly. And <laughs> I, it was just amazing. What was that? So that was the 84 Olympics. And for yep. you personally, so where was that sort of professionally and personally for you in the, in the now where we are 30 years later, looking yeah. back, how do you frame that for yourself? Well, I mean, you know, everybody asked, you know, what was your favorite Olympics? I yeah. mean, 1976, I was only 16. Right. So I was like running around the Olympic Village with my jaw on the ground, you know, <laughs> couldn't believe, you know, what was going on, going to the discotheque, movies, you know, the food, uh -huh. what, whatever, you know, and, uh, you know, so that was an amazing experience. I got a silver medal there. 1980 is the Olympic team that was forgotten because right. of the boycott, Yeah. you know, and um, people forget in 1984, the Eastern Bloc countries boycotted our Olympics. That's right. And so I was able to continue on through 88. Yeah in Seoul, Korea, um, six months prior to Seoul, like it was diagnosed HIV positive. Right. And so then they put me on AZT and all that. We made sure that it wasn't on one of the banned substances, but they're looking for performance enhancing drugs. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Not poison. As opposed to the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, so it was, uh, it was real challenging. It was a really emotional time yeah. in 88. That's right. 88, 88 was the big one. Because then 88 was also the, that's when you hit. That that's when I hit my head, yeah. But that's then went I on to win. Head. How many did you win in 88? Two. Yeah, I won two gold in, in 84 and two golds in 88. So when somebody says, I don't know, Greg, I just can't do it. I just, it, I, I, I'm, 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 I don't know, I'm tired. I'm, I'm, I'm beat. I can't possibly get, go pick the dogs up from the, like, what do you say? You what know do what? you say to You know what? I mean, it, I, I remember distinctly in 1988, after I was diagnosed with HIV, yeah. and I was just grateful to be healthy enough to uh -huh. be on the boards because at that time we thought of HIV as a death sentence. Yeah. And so I was like, it was raining, it was drizzling. One of the girls on the team started complaining about, oh, my God, Ron, our coach, Ron O'Brien, is making us dive in this weather. And I'm like going... I was like ready to punch her out. You know? <laughs> what, what I what I did was I turned to her and I said, you know what? Donate your time to the children's hospital. Mm. Then you'll realize you don't have anything to complain about. Wow. Yeah. You know, because like you go to the children's hospital. I mean, I you know I've been there and t delivered teddy bears. I mean, those kids don't know who the heck I am. Right. And it's been too long, but well, you know, you deliver teddy bears. You know, everybody understands a teddy bear. That's right. I was just saying, you're the guy that brings the teddy bears, so that's yeah. that's a hero in its own right. Yeah. Uh, that's amazing. <laughs> it's drizzling. It's drizzling. I don't want to dive. Uh, come here. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Come yeah. here. Wanna... Yeah, let me tell you something. Um, so we're at the uh, Dodger Stadium. It's a nice crowd out here today. Yeah. And so I, you, you at least know of the Dodgers, right? You're a fan of, of the organization. Yes. Well, for, yes. For guys, Dodger Blue. Go Blue. For uh, for competing at this level, this is the thing that I always wonder about when you get to the levels that you're at, the focus it takes when nobody's paying attention. Well, that's the thing that's so fascinating uh -huh. about, you know, like, like pro baseball is, 
I mean, you have a world championships or, you know, you have a ma major competition yeah. every year. Yes. You know, in, the, in diving, I mean, our major competition is once every four years. Right. You, you, you know, you see diving. Yeah. You know, because a lot of, you know, a lot of people aren't at the world championships. They aren't at the Pan American Games uh -huh. and all the other competitions that we see. So you see the finished product. Right. You know, right there every four years. You know, now it's every two years since they offset the winter and summer Olympics. Yeah, right. So 80, so 80 was the boycott, 84 and 88. So when you're working on that, all that on your own. Yeah. Like so much of your own work. Yeah. How, yeah. how do you stay that focused? Like how do you stay well, that disciplined? It was, it was really difficult um, because like, I was on the 1976 Olympic team, silver medalist there. Yeah. You know, I went there to win. I didn't go there to take second, so that was a disappointment. And then, um, and then the boycott of 1980. Yeah. You know, we picked our Olympic team, but we didn't go anywhere. Right. Uh, and so, you know, that was a disappointment. So I had to wait eight years yeah. before my next opportunity to wow. go to the Olympic Games. And um, you know, it's really sad because uh, an elite athlete yeah. has a shelf life. You know, and so if you miss that window of opportunity, uh -huh. you know, there's, you know, so much. I mean, so many people that we'll never know about from right. the 1980 Olympic team. Right. I know. It's really, it really was. It was a devastating, that boycott in particular was just devastating. Yeah. Culturally, it was such, everything was so, yeah. uh, like, not that culturally we're really out of the woods at this point, but well, that, I mean, that one in particular was a bad, bad one. That was like when uh, you know the LGBT community was set, you know yelling out boycott yeah. because of the anti-propaganda laws no, in Russia. Absolutely. And so they wanted us to boycott Sochi, and I was always saying, "Don't boycott! Don't wow. boycott! Don't boycott!" And I mean, I got a lot of hate mail from the LGBT community, you know, saying that I was a horrible. How could I call myself gay? A gay man? Um, but boycotts hurt the wrong people. They hurt the athletes. Yeah. You know, and so, you know, it just, I, that spawned athlete allies and, and, and also all-out sport. Now I'm going to be going to be heading to New York for Uprising of Love, which is uh -huh. kind of the answer to, you know, full acceptance, you know, between, you know, all human rights yeah. globally. You do, well, you do work, uh, you do work with athlete ally? Yeah. Yeah. You work. That's athlete. You work with athlete. We do. Too. MLB. Awesome. MLB has. A, well, MLB has a new ambassador of inclusion. I don't know if you uh -huh. heard that. Right. So it was one of the first, the first league to put something specifically in there. And then the partnership for athlete ally. We just announced. Awesome. In July. Awesome. All right. I feel even more awesome now. Yeah. All yeah, right. That's um, great. That is. Uh, yeah. Well, there were big fans. Yeah, it's all about inclusion. Yeah. That's yeah, and a big yeah. part. MLB is taking a big firm stand on that, and yeah. that it's actually a strategy yeah. going forward. So it's yeah. uh, it's been exciting and a, and a great great moment in time to be around that yeah. and see it going on. Now uh, to shift a little bit off of that sort of important subject and serious one, uh, also serious for you is your dogs. Yeah, you are now like this is this a, like uh, when, when did this chapter begin? When <laughs> you're like okay, well I Olympic mean, golds I, are nice. Yeah, now I'm gonna have dogs run and I'm gonna train them. You know. It, it, it was interesting because, like, it was it was about the dogs. It wasn't about me. So oh, okay. the focus was on the dogs, <laughs> you know, and away from me a little bit. So, you know, it was it was kind of nice. Uh, you know, I, I showed in confirmation with my Great Danes. That's where I started, and then uh, Pembroke Welsh Corgis. 
Then um, I got a Jack Russell Terrier for a friend of mine, okay. um, Steve Kometko, who is uh, an entertainment reporter. He said, I want a little Jack Russell that I could go to the, um, the film festivals with. Yeah. And I said, okay, I'll do the training. So I did the training, and after eight to ten months, I said, okay, here's your dog. And he said, no, she's got too much energy. I think I want a Yorkie. <laughs> and I'm like going, oh, now, now what do I do? And so then no home was good enough for her mm. that, you know, I interviewed. Because I had great Danes. I didn't, you know. And yeah. so she ended up staying. She ended up being my superstar. I mean, really? she was... You know, obedience, uh, highest title that you can get in obedience uh, wow. from the AKC. She was ranked number one in the country at one point in dog agility for her breed. What? And yeah, I mean, we almost made world team. It was, I mean, it was like, it so was crazy good. It is crazy. So you're not, yeah. now you're just competing in a whole different arena. That's just it's the a new whole, thing. It's a whole different Well, now I'm, I'm at a point, all my kids are retired now because <laughs> my youngest now is 14. So, um, you know, so it's it's time to get another puppy, but you know, it's. I also just got married. Oh, congratulations! Last year. I didn't know that. Um, October twelfth last is going to be our our first anniversary. Anniversary, yeah. First wedding anniversary. That's great. Yeah. And how long have you guys been together? Uh, we've been together about uh, three, four years. That's great. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. So many good things. Yeah. All right, stuff. and uh, we'll look forward to more of the dog agility competition, <laughs> Greg McGinnis. <laughs> It's now time for Start Bench Cut with Greg Luganis. Greg, are you vaguely familiar with the rules of the game? Uh, yeah, vaguely. vaguely. I like vaguely, that. Yeah. I'll, I'll take that. Uh, <laughs> your name is Greg. Yes. All right. Start Bench Cut, these other famous Gregs. Greg Maddox, the pitcher for the Braves. Gregory Peck. And Greg Brady. Okay, wait a minute. So you're going to start one of those, which means they're around all the time. Gregory Peck. Gregory Peck's around all the time. You got a bench one, which means he's kind of around sometimes. Uh, Greg Maddox or Greg Brady? Greg Brady. <laughs> all right. And Greg well, Maddox is out. He's fine. He's in the Hall of Fame. He'll be fine. Oh. <laughs> you were, uh, he makes more money than I do. <laughs> you, you are a, a multiple-gold winning medalist in diving. Uh-huh. Start, bench, cut these three forms of pool entry. Oh my God! Okay. Can cannonball, jackknife, belly flop. Okay. Start belly flop. Start belly flop. <laughs> okay, and uh, bench cannonball. Yeah. Okay. Get rid of jackknife. Dump, dump the pike. <laughs> Belly flop is the start. Belly flop. Oh, man. You're a, uh, one might say you're a mythical water hero. Okay. One might say that. Uh, start bench cut these other mythical water heroes. Okay. Aquaman. Love Aquaman. Neptune. Ooh. Ariel the Little Mermaid. You know what I'm going to say. I don't. Okay. Who's it going to be? Okay. Um. <laughs> there are... We're waiting. I know. Um, okay, we got Aquaman. Aquaman. And Neptune. Neptune. And okay, Ariel. Okay, I, 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 you know, being raised Greek, I got to go with Neptune. Um, <laughs> and then. Um, See, I didn't know that that's where you were going to start. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, and then, uh, and then uh, Aquaman. Uh, you know, cut Ariel. Sorry. Um, wow. A hey, moment. you're talking to a gay, to a gay boy. 
You know? <laughs> it's like... She's out. I like that Neptune gets it for the Greek raising. That's, <laughs> I like that. That's cool. Um, uh, you, got a, you had a concussion, and how many stitches did you end up getting in your head in 88? I had five, well, five stitches. Five stitches? Yeah. Uh, and you came back to win uh, how many goals in 88? Two. Don't complain about anything. <laughs> uh, that's a great comeback. Take Start bench cut these other great comebacks. Okay. In 88, Kirk Gibson, the heroic home run for the Dodgers, the walk-off home run. In 04, the Red Sox had one of the greatest comebacks. They were down three games to one, came back mm -hmm. to win that one. And finally, John Travolta in Pulp Fiction. <laughs> oh, my God. What to choose from? Um, <laughs> you know what? I, I remember the Red Sox. Okay. Okay. You know, and I got to go with the Dodgers. Dodgers start. Yeah. Okay. And John, love you, but, you know, <laughs> got to cut you. Again, he'll, he'll be all right. Yeah, I think he'll be all right. <laughs> all right. Now, uh, we talked a little bit about your dogs. Yeah. We did some, uh, not real detective work, but based on the names of some of your dogs, oh we, my th God. we think you're a Harry Potter fan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Start bench cut. Ron, Hermione, and Harry. Okay. Hermione. Is a. Start. Start Hermione. Oh, my God. I mean, she's, like, brilliant. Okay? Yeah. You got to have that going for you. <laughs> you know, and, uh, <laughs> oh, it's really a toss-up between Harry and Ron because, you know, I like to laugh, but, you know, I've got to go with Harry. That's probably right. Got to go with Harry. Sorry, Ron. Yeah. Uh, he'll be all right. That is start bench cut. <laughs> <laughs> Great <with you. laughs>